Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode six of the 2300 pod. Nate Maxson here with you, along with my brother, Aaron. Hey. And of course, ECW's Chad Austin is with us. How's it going out Dally there, tonight, guys? Going good, man. Just found yep. out the, the horrible news, yet predictable news today that WWE canceled Raw Underground. So that's history. <laughs> what? Cancel it or yeah. put it on hold? No, they've officially, the story that I saw, I think it was from Body Slam, said that they've officially canceled it. So uh, that was that uh, whole that whole thing must have just been a six week uh, debut vignette for Dabakato. I don't know, but <laughs> well, it wasn't a good one. <laughs> no, it was not good at all. <laughs> it didn't pay off. <laughs> and uh, then also, just one other thing I wanted to cover. Um, I'm sure everybody's thoughts and positive vibes are going out to ECW alumnus, of course, and great professional wrestling legend Tracy Smothers, who apparently is back in the hospital. Um, just saw that before we started recording here. Um, he has, um, the Hodgkin's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma tumor on his left side of his stomach and on his lung and left lung in his back. So hopefully, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't sound good, but, uh, thoughts and vi- positive vibes going out to Tracy's mothers. Yeah, Aaron, and I, Aaron, Aaron and I got to meet him before. Have you ever, did you ever work with him, Chad? No, but I've been on maybe 12, 14 shows that he was on, mm-hmm. and that's not including ECW. It's just like independent shows. Yeah. Great guy. And he's 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 humongous. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Like, he really he's is. way he's way bigger than everybody thinks he is. So <laughs> then it tells you how big the guys were in the early and mid eighties that he worked in like mid south, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all these territories like, God damn, Tracy's a monster. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. In, in today's world. I remember the first time I ever saw him in person. That's funny that you said that. The first thought I had was, that dude has big fucking hands. <laughs> yeah. Everything was big. Like, you know what I mean? like he was just a big dude. And, <laughs> but yet on, on Mid-South TV, he's wrestling Lord Humongous, and you're like, oh, he's going to kill this guy. <laughs> you know? And then you realize that, no, Tracy ain't much smaller than him in reality. Right. <laughs> it was perception. Well, when I met him, it was at an autograph signing, and he was stoned off his ass. And <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm telling you, no way, no way, no way. That's true. I think he was, man. <laughs> I don't. I ain't buying that for a second. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I just think he was. I think Chad's being facetious, anyway. <laughs> and he said, yeah. he said, he said, he said, "What's your name?" I said, "Aaron." He was like, "Nice to meet you, Adam." <laughs> And then he signed my card correctly. And then I said, I'll get an eight by 10. And then he said, Tracy Smothers. Well, like to my buddy, Eric, well, wishes Tracy Smothers. <laughs> three different names in the course of five minutes. And it was fucking fantastic. You're like Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> I, I, I've always heard about he is somebody that um you don't want to mess with. Oh, yeah. I've heard that, too. <laughs> I mean, I think I think Cornette spoke about it, you know, at probably at length, you know, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember not that he did anything. It was just like everybody just knew. Don't fuck with Tracy, man. <laughs> you know, because he's like a dirty fighter is what his, I get his reputation right. was. But back in the day, there was no dirty fighting. It was just fighting. Yeah. Fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? In them days. Yeah. But God's be to Tracy. What a great guy, man. 
Anything else we want to discuss before we dig into this week's show? I, I don't know. I just I, I just hope that whatever this debacle of a draft was, Ugh. that they can make, you know, chicken salad. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for oh. some reason, well, I heard about what's happening to Andrade, and that's fine. But what about Mickey James? She got – them two got undrafted. And mm-hmm. apparently, I guess Andrade is going to NXT after he gets a surgery. But why isn't Mickey James going to NXT? Right. Well, and yeah, she, not, she, not even as an on-screen talent. Mm-hmm. Just as a trainer. As a trainer, yeah. What, what yeah, Mickey what? James, man. She came up from Baltimore. She's one of our girls man, up here. <laughs> and she'd be a great trainer, an absolute great trainer. She is a great trainer because she was trained by a great bunch of people. And that's not – I ain't even put my name in that because I didn't train her at all. Mm-hmm. I just knew that she went to our school. And uh, so I didn't even know about Andrade that that happened. So, well, he's taking he's he's taking time off to get some sort of a jabroni elective surgery thing. <laughs> like you know, it's not like it, he needs to have it done. He's just gonna uh, you know he's getting it done. So he's so taking a couple of months off. Common? What's that? So him and his wife got something in common. Is he married <laughs> to Charlotte? Well, that wasn't a, that, that was a joke that I wasn't going to make. I, I think I made it the privacy of my own home. <laughs> um, I think he's going to add it on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then he said that either he's going to come back on one of the two brands with a push, but the original plan was for him to go to NXT, which is not bad, you know. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So we're at May 11th, 1993 on this week's show. And I put down, we are in the Mecca of professional wrestling, Cabrini College. Once Jesus again. Christ. <laughs> I mean, was there a show that we have done that wasn't there? I no. don't think so. No, I think we they, they, they've all been there. So yeah, it has to be okay. two tapings. <laughs> there's okay, no, way, they, there's they no tell way me that the same taping. It, yeah, it, I think it, it, it has to be. I think they did two tapings there because in this one they have, they have like the, they have like guardrails on this one and they didn't have mm-hmm. guardrails on the other one. Oh, uh, see, I never noticed that. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, I, have, if, they if, have red guardrails. On, so I think they did two tapings at this as a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I about shit when I heard him, when I heard Jay Sully with the one eye or whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever say that, um, that we're back at the Cabrini College. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. Like, did Eddie Gilbert just run an all-day show? You know, and just tape everything and put it all together. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was shocked at that point. I just thought maybe it taped like eight weeks. You know? I, I, you know? I, I mean, at that point, I really thought that. And Sully looks especially like he's being held hostage at the beginning of this this show. The guy always looks like he's being held at gunpoint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. He, he, somebody, somebody's got pictures of something. Say <laughs> Sully's just there because he's the ones that make the news. <laughs> Aaron, I just. Uh... <laughs> I, I had to watch this. Well, I, I mean, I was I, I, the reason. The reason I, 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 the reason I, I, I had the dramatic pause was Aaron's usually got a Sully joke right here. Well, no, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, thank God, the reign of Stevie Wonderful is over. But he shows up a little bit, and I was like, oh man, like I thought he was done. I was like, oh no, no I, more Stevie I actually, 
I actually think this is the beginning of the end of um of Steve Wonderful because I think I if I'm not mistaken, we'll find out. But I think Paulie did it like one or two other times, or if it wasn't Paulie, it may have been Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Just just to make him disappear, you know? Yeah, just gradually write him out of the show. Him and yeah, I mean that's not that's not a bad. Hair. That's not a bad thing, you know. I mean, no. they, they they didn't just have him get in the ring and you know somebody murder him. Well, I was <laughs> gonna say three years after this, he would have gotten a total elimination, and that would have been the end of Steve. Yeah, nine one one or choke slam him or something. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I mean, but it's probably because didn't you guys tell me that he he's not really even in the business? Yeah, he he was just the music guy for yeah. Years. That, that's probably just him just getting rid of. Yeah, but I but I, I even wrote it down in my book. That I just said that I, I I think that it's about time. I think we're starting to see when Stevie Warnerful's getting ready to take a hike. Mm-hmm. He uh, yeah. oh, go ahead, Aaron. I just I don't really have anything else on Stevie Wonderful. I thought we were moving on. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the, only, the only the only other thing about that I have about this opening is I love that you're the world champion is in a match, and we're going to see it if time permits. <laughs> yeah, and let's oh. let's spend a lot of time. Hyping this match that you might not see. <laughs> yeah, and, and how many people were, were hoping there wasn't going to be enough time permitting? <laughs> like, please, can can this lady winners and match go longer? Because I don't want to see this mixed tag. Are you kidding me? <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear the comment that Paul made about um Gordon about um about Ted Ted and Jane when yeah. he was talking about the the chain massacre match? They, they, they called it like three different matches. I think at once they called him the Texas Death Match. Then it was a Texas Chain Match, and then Terry Funk said it was a Texas Massacre Match. <laughs> like I did whatever. But when he said, "Yeah, ask Ted and Jane about my lawyers," <laughs> I thought that was funny because you know that was right after Paul just settled mm-hmm. you know, that and, shit. And 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 Gordon Todd Gordon says that he tells Jay Sully, "Exciting news! I just signed this Texas Chain Match, which Terry Funk announced last week." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then pretty much. Wally comes out and says, "This match isn't going to happen. I'm going to put my lawyers on it." And Gordon's like, "No, da- no, Paulie, dangerously. I signed this match weeks ago. It's like when did this fucking match get signed? Like, <laughs> pretty Jesus much. Christ, it is all over the goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, was it last it, week? Was it this week? Was it two weeks ago? They signed it, it in WCW ago? in '89." <laughs> They've been in this Cabrini <laughs> College so long, they feel like everything's just rolling together. They have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> like they haven't let us out of here in a month. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> they, yeah, they, I mean, I, I, is I, it Tuesday? I, is it Wednesday? Daytime, nighttime. Yeah, I was say, they, they were, were in the out. <laughs> They were in the bubble. Long, they were in the bubble long before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I believe the chain match had already happened. <laughs> making, like, it, uh, making it even better. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was already taped by this point. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, or they may have had another one, you know, one after. But I remember mm-hmm. there being a chain match, and I'm going, wait a minute, I went to that, but I was working at ECW when they had like the other one or whatever. Or you know what I mean? But I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, they must have had a couple of these Texas chain match massacres. <laughs> I love that I name. I love that yeah. name. By the way. This thing's all over the place. And and speaking of funk, when they showed that video of funk driving the fucking front loader gimmick again, (laughs) 
Can, do you do you think that Funk might drive that thing like to the store? <laughs> I could if anybody's gonna do it, it's Terry Funk. That's exactly why I said it. Because I was thinking, like, imagine all the groceries you can put in the front of that thing. Or if you go to the liquor store, all the beer, you know, see him all dri- the stuff. Yeah, see him driving down, driving down the road with his groceries, doing that laugh. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna say shit. I'm putting the arm up like this, but meaning like, go around me. Go yeah. around me. Like, what is anybody gonna say? <laughs> that that to me was like the that I, I didn't understand a word that he said because I just couldn't understand the fact that uh, he had so much property. <laughs> And I'm just like, you just drive this little thing everywhere you go. And, and where's your ga- where do you have a gas pump? <laughs> you know, you gotta have your own gas. And he said when he's on the farm, he deals with chickens and horses and pigs perverts. And, and perverts. <laughs> Speaking of perverts, perverts, yeah, the real, the real hot stuff. It's Eddie Gilbert's brother, <sighs> who's a pervert, who apparently is a real dummy. So apparently, yeah. apparently, <laughs> apparently, Doug is a big dummy pervert. I I actually I thought it was awful, but I laughed. Me too. And the main reason why I laughed is because I totally forgot about it. But then when I first saw the guy walk up, um, and when Terry cut his promo, I literally thought, "Oh my God, they did another angle with, with John uh, Gillum." Do you know the John Gillum story? No. <laughs> John Gillum is a John Gillum is a is a um spe- not I wouldn't say a special needs guy, but he's a little bit on the slower si- side of the spectrum or whatever. And he him and Eddie were great friends, mm-hmm. and he would use John Gillum in um all these different angles. And John Gillum wasn't a worker; he was just Eddie's buddy. So Eddie would go out of his way to embarrass him. <laughs> and, oh, no, literally, this is this is the payoff. Go on, go out of his way to embarrass him, but at the end of the day, John Gillum would be the one that went over. Like, go back and look at Continental from when when Gilbert booked in Continental. I want to say eighty nine, maybe mm-hmm. when he did the deal where he was challenging anybody from the audience that ten thousand dollars if they if he can't beat him. And this guy comes up and he gets in the ring and he goes, "What's your name?" And then he goes, "John Gillum." And Gilbert goes, "John Gillum," you know, and he pretends like he don't know him, but they're like best friends. So he used them in a bunch of angles. And when I when I, when he walked up on that tractor, and then I saw him, I was like, "Oh my god, he's using John Gillum again." <laughs> that was great though because John got it. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. an insult to him or anything. John right. liked being part of it, but it, it just made so much money for the time period that he used it that Eddie took it on the road with him. He, he took it like everywhere he booked. But, <laughs> but to me, Continental was the best because he didn't have any gear. John mm-hmm. Gillum. He was kind of like a Fred the Elephant Boy or the um or uh. Who's the dude on Trailer Park Boys with the glasses? Bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like him. So he didn't have any wrestling gear, and he had to wrestle Eddie Gilbert one night as Mr. Florida or something, Mr. Continental. So he borrowed gear from everybody in the locker room. He came out, and Eddie kind of was jo- – it's just a great angle. And <laughs> and Gillum, and Gillum ended up knocking out Gilbert and beating him, blah, 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 you know, with Idol's help and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of them angles where you just can't help but like, what? Well, this is fucking fantastic. 
You know, <laughs> this is like, why? He's drawing fucking money with a handicap, dude. I have never it seen any of that. I'm looking for that stuff now. <laughs> I, I have it. I'm pretty sure I have as much continental that's out there. I'm pretty sure I have. If if there's not a whole lot that I don't have, put it that mm. way. If there's much of it, that's my favorite territory. I, I I get asked a bunch of times about the if I was on a deserted island, and I could only mm. watch one territory. After I thought about it, the real answer would be the WWE Network. Because yeah, it has everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, if I had to pick one territory, I would say, I would say it would have to be Continental or Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine Memphis be... lasted. Mine... Memphis lasted longer, but Continental, I thought, was just fucking unbelievable. Mine would be Memphis. I mean, Memphis, like, yeah, Memphis has some lows, <laughs> but it has some really good highs too. <clears throat> no, the lows are why I want it. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen Dundee and Law a bazillion times. I want to see Jeff Gaylord. <laughs> <laughs> Freezer Thompson, come on. <laughs> so we, we... Oh, go ahead, this, Aaron. This, I was going to say, if we're moving on before we move on, that this segment was... It was brutal. I smiled, and I'm I, when I was thinking I'm about it, I was like... I'm not smile. I'm not saying... I'm just saying this was pretty... When I was watching it, the the, I was thinking the only person that could pull this off and make me not roll my eyes is Terry Funk. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I agree totally. I mean, like that's the reason why I laughed because it was Funk. You know, if it would have been even maybe Dick Murdoch, but other than that, no, 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 no. I couldn't see Black Bart pulling that. Like the entire like when he slams the dummy, and then there's the entire shot of him walking around the tractor to get on the track. It's like. We're going to see every step of getting on and starting a tractor. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, he was, he was like practicing for a CDL tractor. Like, <laughs> he's got to do, give yeah, it the whole gotta, once gotta, over. Yeah, he's got to do the, eight, eight, the 18 points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that that was a highlight compared to what, what, what I think was coming up next, if I'm not mistaken. We continue the heated rivalry between the oh, Super Destroyers. And uh, the Simpsons, Stetson and Winters. Yeah, Martin, Martin Homer. (laughs) I I can't tell you how many times on this piece of paper that I wrote again. (laughs) It was Super D's versus Stetson and Hotbot or Winters again. Again. And and then I'm just like, what the fuck? And at first I thought it was hair versus mask. But I didn't know. I didn't realize. No, but see, I think at one point. And I hope we get to it because I'm not 100% positive. But I think at one point the Super Destroyers lose their masks. And they, when they take them off and they do the big reveal, the crowd goes, huh? Yeah, who's <laughs> that guy? I, I, I totally think they did that. <laughs> it, tur- it turns out Super Destroyer number one is Super Destroyer number one without a mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that, guy, she- that guy changed my oil. <laughs> <laughs> but Stevie Wonderful says the only logical thing this fucker has ever said in his entire life in the wrestling business. He goes, what does Tommy Cairo have to do with any of this? Any of this yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the logic from Stevie Wonder. When Stevie think- Wonder was the most logical person involved in the segment, he got a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Stevie Wonder, not even a guy in the business. And he's... <laughs> And he's looking for a way to make it make sense. 
And he doesn't, he doesn't even know why he wanted to make sense. Yeah, he's just like, like, what does this guy have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> because of the leather jacket? <laughs> and I think Sully's oh. something like, he's being the police or something to that effect. He's, yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I, I know I've talked about Tommy before. I don't know if it was on this show or the other one, but I I really, really, really like Tommy, and I really thought highly of him. I thought highly of the guy. He was such a great guy, but Tommy was a guy that like I respected because I thought there was something there. Mm-hmm. You know, do it. I'm not. I'm not knocking. Tommy, I just don't understand. Like it's out of left field when they put him in here. Like he had nothing oh, no, no, to do no. with any of the feud. That's the problem. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yes. I'm just like, why Tommy? Right? Yeah. And then, and then when 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 he started getting like not pushed and stuff, and I'm just like, you know, his biggest deal is, and I'll say this about almost every single one of them Philadelphia guys, if there were to in that time period, if there would have been more shows for these guys to work on, all them guys would be way better workers. Mm-hmm. Because they're fundamentally not awful, you know. They know they know what they have to do. They just don't know why they're doing it. They're all just working with each other, basically. Yeah, and they're not getting any better. And because they're not, there's nobody teaching them psychology. All they know is what they learn in, in a jabroni wrestling school. Yeah, and I don't mean jabroni in a bad way. It's just like yeah, they're all just wrestling each other. So if they if they got more reps and could work more day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's it's like everybody nowadays in the WWE. Yeah, that's why everything's so similar because you know it's just I don't know. I, I totally see your point though. Um, the <laughs> couple notes I had here: first time I've seen Hat Guy. Um, he's not wearing the straw hat during this match, but he is there. He looks like he's wearing a mega hat, but that's way too soon for that. Um, oh yeah. Right. He did. He did look like he was wearing one of them. <laughs> had the truck. That was pretty hat. funny. And I didn't even write that down, but it caught my eye. I also have here. Jay Sully says the super destroyers are two behemoths. To not, what? Not behemoths. He says they are two biomaths. Oh, <laughs> like, did what he? the fuck is a biomath? <laughs> I, I had to figure it out. I was like, oh, I think he meant bohemoth. And also, yeah. <laughs> also, no, I must have missed that. I must have sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> also, he says Tony Stetson is some kind of high. <laughs> like I don't know if that was a catchphrase he had, you know. At the at the gimmick table or what? But three things I noticed. I, I think I have more notes on this match than any. Yeah, you pay more attention to this thing than I did. Yeah, clearly, because I'm still <laughs> trying job, to find buddy. it on my notebook where I even <laughs> talked about it at all. <laughs> way, um, way to way to put in the work, man. It don't take much to entertain you. The rest, <laughs> of, the rest of the show is up to you guys. <laughs> Dude, Tony Stetson, I, I was completely disappointed in Tony Stetson. Um, I, I don't want to say it was the hot tag, but it was a, it was a, it was getting towards the finish. He came in and he threw some punches that you would see like on a sitcom, like like version of somebody doing a pro wrestling spoof. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just look so bad. Like the the foot stomp and it's the forearm and it's not hitting anybody, you know. And I'll, I even I just made a note about it that Tony Stetson is way better than that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I don't I don't know whether he was just intimidated or he worked fifteen times that day. <laughs> or maybe took a break. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the, or maybe or maybe that's why Sully said he's some kind of high. I don't exactly. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was completely disappointed in um in how that ended. I mean all, all them punches. But and they had some awful bad brawling. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that brawling was so bad. Um I, I don't even know, like, if anybody instructed him or anybody kind of like coached him on how to do it, because it was just nothing. <laughs> it was some of the worst. It was like it was like the bushwhackers, <laughs> like brawling with, you know, like with like the body donnas or something. Now, did it look like the ringside area was small? Like the the I, I, not not the air, ringside area, but the area around the ring was small. Like, is could that have affected that, or was it just their poor work? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I would I would say it was. It, I don't I don't even want to I don't even want to bury them by saying it was their poor work because I don't agree in that. Mm-hmm. I just think they, they, there wasn't any level of standard, right? Maybe nobody maybe nobody taught them how to do it, you know, or, or mm-hmm. guided them. But yeah, it was just bad. I mean, and I, I I like oh I like everybody in there. I don't know Larry. And I don't know Larry Winters at all, but I've wrestled with Tony and I've met Doug and I know AJ, all great guys. But yeah, that was just bad because they probably just didn't know any better. And the cane shot at the end was kind of lame. Mm-hmm. This whole thing was just snake bit. I think it was just bad. Yeah, it was. But in I the mean, end, but in the end, the Simpsons are your new tag team champions of ECW. Great. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at all the list of people that are that are really gunning from them, are gunning for them. Um, Eddie Gilbert and Jimmy Snuka. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy oh. Snuka and Tom Morocco. Tom Morocco oh. and Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. um, there's no chance, and I, I don't even remember. So I'm not even pretending like I'm, I'm I'm foreshadowing, but I don't even remember. But there's no chance that Larry Winners and Tony Stetson hold these hold these belts long. <laughs> it can't be. Fuck no, <laughs> that that ain't happening. Unless we're they, headed out even get, they might not even get out of the Cabrini College. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. Honestly, unless we're headed to maybe suicide the. Um, the uh, suicide blondes getting the title. I don't think so. Cause I think, I think, I think Candido like leaves. Yeah, he bounces. Like, I think he goes to smoky mountain. Doesn't he? Oh, I don't know about where he went, but I don't think, I don't think Candido was there anywhere near long enough that Eddie or, um, Paul probably had wished or hoped for. So we will find out in weeks to come. All right. So we got, we got Polly in the ring. I think we elaborated on that tag title match much longer than it deserved. Polly's yes. in the ring. We have a tag match between oh, what? Oh, what Jimmy Snook and Eddie Gilbert? Snook yeah. and Gilbert against JT Smith and the Max Thrasher. Max Thrasher, what the fuck? I know nothing about <laughs> Max Thrasher. Ah, uh, see, I knew you guys were going to know nothing about Max Thrasher. <laughs> that's why I knew you might know some about him. So that's why. I'm well, you know what? Do, do you know why the, the Do you know why that Max Thrasher is in that match right now? No, it's because he owns that ring they're wrestling in. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's know. that's part of the that's part of the deal. Like, um, Max Max lives. Like um, right across the the Pennsylvania line in Maryland, 
which I'm only about maybe an hour away from mm-hmm. to get into uh, Southern Pennsylvania. And Max ain't far from there. And he used to run a wrestling school. Seriously. I'm not making mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, he ran a wrestling school and his real on his commercial. You could hear his Baltimore accent. It's terrible. I mean, I don't know how, how bad my accent is, but his accent for Baltimore is terrible. And his the real name is Phil Livelsberger. <laughs> and, and he's like, if you ever dream of being a pro wrestler, you know, call this number and answer Phil Livelsberger. And he, <laughs> who the fuck is what the fuck? And um, yeah, but Why Max, you call yourself Max Thrasher. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I I would I would at least think I'm getting better training from a guy named Max Thrasher. Say, even, if, even if you said ask for Max, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I want to get trained by Phil Livelsberg. <laughs> uh, what in pro wrestling? No, I'm trying to open a deli. <laughs> but but that's his ring like he bought that ring when that ring was in in prime prime shape that is one of my top five best rings i've ever been in and he basically made his money i wouldn't say off the wrestling school i think mm-hmm. he made his money just off doing ring rentals Running just ring oh, oh my god it was the it was a sweet bump but the problem was it was so much steel mm-hmm like you know, I I like the you know, my other favorite rings to work in are the old WCW rings because they're all wood. The, the this ring is a lot of steel and it has to have a spring, but for some reason it was just very very bouncy and I love working in that ring. It was just a hair too small. It, it was probably an eighteen, I, I guess. But that's well, a that's, great ring. But yeah, Max Thrasher's. Uh, is, 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 I worked on the tunnels with him. He's, he's a great guy. I, I have no idea even if he's still with us or not. I, I don't. I wouldn't even know. So he was. He was um, <clears throat> obviously probably just an East Coast guy, because I. Other than this stuff, I never even heard of him. To be he's honest a, with you, no. He he, he didn't do. He, he was basically um, on his way out when I was breaking in. Trainer okay. of the stars, Phil Lassenberger. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speak, speaking of trainer of the stars, you wait till we get later on in the show. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the guys he trained later on in the show, and then you be the judge. <laughs> well, Polly, Polly oh, becomes my Polly becomes my hero because he tells Stevie Wonderful to I can go watch the nine monitors and tell me what's what, and ask Jay Sully, "What the hell is your name?" <laughs> And then he tells him, and he goes, "Stick around, I might let you live." <laughs> yep. <laughs> he asked him his name was Gordon Soley. Yeah, <laughs> that well, was I, pretty clever. I wrote down. I wrote down just even just watching the show after Polly sits down. It's such a difference, even with Sully yeah. there. It's such a difference in the soundtrack of the show. Like he brings so much more. Just he 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 just puts lipstick on the pig and on the whole rest of yeah. the match, really. Yeah, but unfortunately, and I don't think it's Paulie's fault. It's just it's he's just throwing everything out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's every insult that he knows. You know, <laughs> I know I don't mean it in a bad way, but he's not like really building to a story. He's just insult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just trying to get over. Just throw everything out there. And hey, fuck! If I got the TV time, I'm going to do whatever I can do to get over. Yes. But but, but wait a minute now. Isn't there a promo about to happen? There's a Balomo promo. 
that would make some like certain organizations like yeah. want to put a <laughs> want to want to put wild, a PSA about. Wild <laughs> wild man Salwalomo comes off as a pedophile. I'm just gonna say it. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a certain. There's, I was I was wondering if I could even mention a certain video company. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there's no chance I'm doing that. <laughs> I've already. I think I've already dealt with his lawyers before. So he probably did uh, a couple uh, shoots with him. Yeah. I, I, no. I, no. But it, it. It just. I'm. I'm listening to the promo and and like literally. I kind of was like, kind of not staring at it, kind of looking around. And then when I heard, oh, I love the kids. I love. And, and I look up and I look at him. I was like, God damn. <laughs> This hate, fucking guy probably does love the kids. I hate every, I hate everybody, but I love the kids. Yeah. I don't like everybody. I don't like adults. I don't want nothing to do with them. I yeah. want to take. I want to take their kids. I can't believe he didn't. I can't believe he didn't say like he hated Jews, blacks, Muslims, <laughs> Chinese, like every everybody else. But no, the kids. I'm going out to take your kids. Oh my god! I about I about shit. When I when, when I heard that promo, he's the most extreme ever. Like, like, <laughs> Good thing half of what he says is unintelligible, or God knows what else. Except you don't know anything about the guy or what he's saying, except for he, he loves, loves the kids. Loves <laughs> yeah. Kids. His um his like interview can be interpreted in however you want it to be, as long as you hear that he loves the kids. So everything else could just be whatever you what. You know, you did what with the kids? You know, I think I heard the word roller coaster. You know what I mean, or whatever. I think and he did. Make yeah, up. I hate roller coasters unless they got yeah, kids. But I, they got <laughs> I love the kids. Well, I, I told you guys probably on the first or one of the first two shows, or whatever, that Sal, when he got out of the business, he opened up that little woodworking shop and he made um, <laughs> he made like toys for the kids. He's Geppetto. It's. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's, I wonder what was going on in the back of that. He, he's not Jeppetto. He's the Petto. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. God rest his soul. All right. <laughs> and now I just wrote Belomo versus Canadian Wolfman. Oof. Fucking why well, is what I wrote. <laughs> why is well, this match on here? Remember, I talked about how Max Thrasher had a wrestling school. Oh, Did he train the Wolfman? The, the worm has turned. <laughs> the Wolfman was also there because of the ring rental. He's really the guy to put it together. Max drove the truck. Dudley is the Canadian. I don't. I will never call him that. He's the Canadian fucking nothing. He's <laughs> Dudley. He and he like puts the ring up. Blah blah blah. And he was trained by Max Thrasher. And when I saw that, I saw that they were even going to attempt to put Sal Blomo in the ring with Dudley. I I cringed. I automatically wrote bad before they even did anything <laughs> because I knew I, I was like, "This is fucking Dudley." And and, I just was like bad. And Paulie trying to explain the great technical mastery of Sal Blomo, like through this match, just cracks me up. Well, it's Paul Heyman. You know, know it's like it's Paul Heyman. Bad. If if anybody's gonna shine a turd, it's He's Paul Heyman. Trying to talk about yeah, and, the, and then at one point he tried to speak 
speak kind of highly of Dudley, the Canadian <laughs> Wolfman. And I, I, I'm just, come on, Paul. I mean, even you, you're not a magician. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Dudley's bad. We tried to use him. Like, that was kind of a deal. If we rented, if we rented Max's or Phil Lawsberger's ring, and it would have to, he would be on the show, and then Dudley would be on the show. And then it got to the point where either we didn't need his ring, or we drew enough that we could tell him, "You ain't fucking get on this one show." <laughs> you know what I mean? We got we, we got standards here. <laughs> you're not putting you're not putting Dudley out there, the Canadian Wolfman. Ooh, I think there's <laughs> I think there's a couple of more I think there's a couple of more matches. Because I do think that this is – it has to be winding down because I think that that's the reason why Dudley and Max worked because a lot of the guys that went home mm-hmm. because the taping was running for like five hours or something like that. But, yeah, I think I think that was how, how that worked. But, oh, my God, fucking the Sal Belomo promo with the kids and him against Dudley, that, that was worth – Fuck! They could have just replayed that and then spoke over it and talked about the highlights. Did you see? You know what I mean? They replayed it in slow motion. You could have made a whole entire hour just at how bad that match was <laughs> from different angles. And you have all these people talking about, watch this right here. This is where. Oh my god! This is where. <laughs> This is where his pants almost come off his ass. Yeah, and, and he's wearing is... red underwear. <laughs> the, the Canadian Wolfman. He does his laundry. <laughs> God, uh, it's all for the kids. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I did. I, I mean, I don't know if you even edited this out or not, whatever. But literally, when I had my head down and I was kind of writing stuff down, and I looked up and I saw Dudley, and then I saw the camera panned over and it was Sal Blomo. I literally was like, "You fucking guy, you kidding me? <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going to try to do this. It's, it's, there's no way." And I don't know if like Gilbert or Paulie had a bet saying, "Hey, can what can we do with this Blomo guy?" And the other guys probably saying, "What can we do with this Wolfman?" Canadian Wolfman guy, and it's just like nothing. But they aired it. That's the problem. They aired it. And again, like I said, our world champion. We're going to play his match if we have time permitting yeah. to play his match here today. Uh, okay, Tommy Cairo and Johnny Hotbody. I'm sorry, Jonathan it, Hotbody. Oh, go ahead. Match was, I was going to say before we. I, this match is pretty good. <laughs> I thought this was a pretty boring match. The lumberjack match. Yeah, which what one? I, what? I, what? I, the lumberjack. I mean, match. The, the the first five they had since we started doing them. The show. <laughs> like again, I wrote again next to the. I mean, seriously. Like here's my problem with with ECW at this time period. They really have no talent. Death. There's a humongous gap between the guys that are local and the guys that are names. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody there to make the because those guys that are names aren't guys that give a shit enough to bring the other guys up to their level. Yeah, they're just they're just there for the payday. You know, they don't give a fuck about Glenn Osborne. You know right. what he's doing. You know whatever. And like they're not going to get any better if you just have them working themselves and the names aren't doing. It's just you know. And I, I think at this point, I think Gil, I think Paulie at this point is probably starting to you know get get his um you know claws in 
Mm-hmm. Ma- making suggestions because you, I, I'm pretty sure in the next few weeks, maybe a month or so, you're really going to start seeing uh, people disappear that you might not notice at first, but we will because we're watching it, you know, for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. But that, but that, seriously, Cairo and Hot Body, they don't need to be in the ring together. <laughs> Fuck, no, why no. wouldn't? Why, why isn't Cairo working Morocco? Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Or Just Eddie somebody. Or... Yeah, and then I, then you know th- this was the big lumberjack match, right? Yeah. Woof. I thought it was the fans. <laughs> I mean, can, can you count them? I, I bet you there wasn't six people out there. No, and and I put down here. First of all, the match had no heat because you didn't even build to you didn't even build to using the lumberjacks. I think Johnny Hotbody went outside the ring like thirteen seconds into the match, and. They they just they didn't they didn't play the lumberjacks the way you're supposed to play. You know what you guys know what I'm saying? They didn't they didn't play the lumberjacks the way you're supposed to play the lumberjacks. They were just involved the entire match. They, they, they didn't even try to get them over. Like they even like say this is why we're having this. <laughs> right. It was just like, hey, the rest of the workers that are in the building, hey, we need you guys to go out and stand by the ring. And I'm like, Yeah, that makes sense. I see Candido out there, I see Whatever, and then all of a sudden I see Chubby Dudley. <laughs> like, what was he sticking around for? <laughs> I thought his night was over a long time ago. And, and like, and literally, I went. Um, I think I even wrote down. I think I um, I think I even wrote down the names of all the fucking um, <laughs> of all the lumberjacks. Oh, I, I know. Oh my god. Oh yeah, there, there wasn't there. Um, yeah, I said, what is what is there? Like six lumberjacks, and and literally it was just everybody who was left that was in the building, and then it was Chubby Dudley, and then I think <laughs> I think Tommy, I think Tommy Cairo did a like a, a, one of the worst spin kicks ever, and and the reason why you're not going to know whether it's one of the worst spin kicks because ever because the dude was standing right in front of it. That was Chubby Dudley. Chubby Dudley's fat ass standing right in front of the camera. That's the only reason why I knew it was Chubby Dudley. Because as soon as the as soon as Cairo hit the fucking spin kick, he turns around and walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? You ruined the whole entire botch. What the fuck? Who does that? It was the botch of the botch. Yeah. Like he blew it. <laughs> you know, and you, and you want to be a Dudley boy. Yeah, and literally, I just wrote too bad. Chubby Dudley's head was in all the way to see an awful spin kick, and then it was like, "Oh man, see, this is where this is where I kind of freaking um um start to unravel because they after all this is all said and done, they went back to that Terry Funk promo again. Yeah, from, from the previous week, week. Mm-hmm. you know, because I'm sitting here watching it. And I'm thinking like, oh, more funk thing is great. And then when it did the whole thing again, I was like, man, ugh. like you really can't fill time better. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm no, like, no, yeah. You, well, you can't do anything better than fill that time. It like just shows show, we just saw. Like maybe show the entire main event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe the funk program was better. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, because, you know, I, I I don't mind the whole time permitting thing. I love that, and that's um, if Gilbert's booking this, 
that's probably one of them old uh, TV, you know, Georgia things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. Like, did did you see the other day? What was it on on AEW? There was a time limit draw. When's the last time you've seen that? Very rarely, especially nowadays. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it never happens. Yeah, never, never. So <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool when they do stuff like that, like just change shit up. And speaking of said main event, the mixed tag match, the Rock and Rebel and Tigra against the Sandman and Miss Peaches. Well, thank God there wasn't time remaining. <laughs> Fuck. Could you imagine if the if oh could you imagine if wrestling was real and all the other matches went like thirty seconds <laughs> and we had like thirty two minutes of time left for this fucking clap funk Frisco? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? And then, like, all the other matches have ended so early that we have plenty of time. This one. <laughs> Tiger, yeah. Tiger's stupid ass stood on the fucking floor the whole match. Yeah. 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 She she like, I'm, match. I'm not even sure that, that Tiger even knew that she was in the match. <laughs> I've never seen her. I've never seen her in the locker room. I've never seen her like, um, like do anything with. <laughs> I've never seen her do anything with like talking to anybody about going. Or, I mean, I guess when Paul came in, I guess maybe she was one of the the, the major house cleanings. And, and yeah, Heyman, I don't know. Heyman's trying so hard to put her over in this match too. Like, yeah, I don't know who she was. Like, I don't know her story. Like, I don't know who she knew, or it, you know, maybe it was somebody like, like not even in the business related. Maybe somebody in the building related, or you know what I mean, or, or the or Todd related, you know what I mean? Or maybe I, she maybe she rode around in the truck with Max Thrasher and uh, Canadian Wolfman. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> you know what? Because wait a minute, you could be on to something. Because <laughs> if you notice in the upcoming weeks, when Max Thrasher and the Canadian Wolfman are gone, you don't see Tiger anymore. <laughs> I think there could be something to this. Mystery solved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen Max in ages, and I hope Max is doing well. But I think he was, as Jim Ross would say, on the back nine of his life <laughs> when you saw him on the, on this show. Yeah, this is this is the, the this is literally the only thing I think I've ever even seen him on, um, including Can- well, Canadian Wolfman as well. I don't think I've ever seen any other footage of that guy either. Um me personally, I'm sure you have seen plenty, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, most of the most of the intro of the ECW show, all the clips, mm-hmm. because they were they were using they were using Max's ring that Dudley was on most of them shows, and so was Max. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that looking at rings don't mean much to you, but you, mm-hmm. you don't catch a lot of things. But yeah, when I, the, all them shows they used to be run at bars and shit like that. Yeah, Max Max lives like right in between Baltimore and Philly. Okay, or that's where his school was. I don't know where he lives now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like he would, they would rent his ring, so it would be it would he would get a payday. I, I don't know if he got a payday from fucking wrestling. That's not my fucking deal. Because as a matter of fact, he probably did because a lot of the shows were bought shows. Mm-hmm. So he probably would get a payday, and if he didn't get a payday for the um for the actual work, he would get a payday because he would jack the price of the ring rental up, <laughs> and you know, so he he'd make out. So yeah, that's that, that was a good deal for him back in the day, and 
like I said, being on the back, he never really had a much of a career. I'm not even going to lie. He, he didn't do much, but the independence and the ring was probably the best thing to happen to him. Hey, everybody's but, got an everybody's got an angle, right? <laughs> you were, you, yeah, you're supposed to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, is, I there, yeah. is there anything else on this episode, guys, before we rank it and file it? <laughs> I, I mean, if I if I mean, does anybody want to go first? I will say this one. I know last week we kind of parted ways. I wasn't. Uh, I was a big, a bigger fan of last week's show than you guys were, but this one I definitely give just a two out of five. Not impressed. I get. I gave it a two and a half, and the reason I gave it a two and a half is because there was like very little Stevie Wonderful, <laughs> and and Paulie on commentary made it palatable. Like it, it made it made it. It made it okay to listen to. Mm-hmm. So what, what like Paulie was a, a shining gem in this fucking. <laughs> he was a diamond in the poop. Yeah, <laughs> diamond in the rough in this fucking. Yeah, man. I mean, I I I, I hate the fact that we're all all three of us are going to be on the same page because I figured this podcast would be like we would all have different opinions <laughs> about how thing is how things are. I mean, the production is still shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running out of material, so they're just they're just recycle. They're just scrapping stuff and over. It's just they're running out of material, so they have to get out of there and do something different. So a two, because I'm not going to do a two and a half or a two and a quarter. A two is a two, right? You, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like they they're working they're working with what they got, and the problem is they're I don't think they're getting the best out of what they got. No, not at all. <laughs> no, like you not. said, it's like they're 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 the show feels like a stretched rubber band at this point. Like you said, like, they're running like, out of shit to do. Like you said, why is why is Morocco and Gil or why are Snuka and Gilbert working with like JT Smith and Max Rasher? Like, why aren't they working with you know? Because there is there is uh, no Marty Janetti and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, why aren't they working with like? Hey, Sandman, better quality people. Tommy Cairo, whatever. Hey guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Please don't don't go don't go crazy with that one. I mean, they're they're all the same. <laughs> they're I mean, they're all the same. You're gonna get the same result of all the work out of all six of them guys that you said are all gonna be the same. And if you want to make it eight, throw in the super D's. <laughs> I mean, the only team that has uh and I don't I don't mean that as disrespect, the only team that has a inkling of chance would be the suicide blondes but you would have to get rid of fucking johnny hot body yeah mm-hmm. and, and you know because i don't i don't mind the, i'm going my my hair's blonde i don't mind all that that's just nonsense but i mean yeah. but but candido is much better of a worker and a much better of a character than johnny they should johnny shouldn't be doing that kind of an angle i mean that kind of a gimmick i'm sorry yeah yeah and we got other, the- other than that other than that, I think the show's got a – it has to progress a lot faster. You can't be just giving me Larry Winters and Tony Stetson against the fucking executioners every fucking – Every week. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you know, and then it's Stetson and Hot Body and Rebel and, you know. <laughs> these guys are never going to fucking get, get over by working themselves. Right. So – 
As we put a, uh, as we said, as we put a pin in this week's episode of the show, um, I will preview, as I always do, the WWE Network preview of next week's episode, which is May eighteenth, nineteen ninety three. For those of you watching along, the description in the opening is... contest, it's a rematch between the Super D's, Tony <laughs> Stetson, and Larry Winters. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> the description reads: Both Tigra and Miss Peaches are barred from ringside. When the Sandman yeah. defends the ECW championship against a Rockin' Rebel in the main event. I, I think because Tiger has the work. <laughs> she's not she's not barred from ringside. She told Todd, she's like, look, man, I can't come in. My shit is from like 5 to like 1030. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to tip your bartender. <laughs> Tiger, everybody. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. All right, I can't. I can't wait to. I can't wait for this. Plus, plus ECW tag team champions Tony Stetson and Larry Winters face the Suicide Blondes in a non-title match. Hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert and Jimmy Snuka take on J.T. Smith and Max Thrasher, and much, again, much more. Again. Yes, yes. Jesus. Apparently, apparently, we're going down that Max. road again. Max Thrasher probably complained to the State Athletic Commission and <laughs> that something was wrong. He probably like altered the ring and it wasn't in compliance. <laughs> and, and he's like, look, man, if you just give you one more chance, <laughs> my, I'm sure, I'm sure my, me and JT can take it. And watch how much you want to how much you want to bet it's the same match. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't even they don't even do anything different. It's the same exact match. And they were like, we're not having this match again. He was like, do you know who I am? I'm the trainer of the stars, Phil Walsenberger. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tear this ring down right here, right now. Get on it, Canadian Wolfman. Get Wolf on man. it, Wolfman. <laughs> and Dudley comes running out wearing his uh, Max Thrasher wrestling school shirt. And Tigra, he starts like taking the buckles down. Tiger, go warm the truck up. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. Then Gilbert has to run out. And now all of a sudden Max Thrasher is forced into the top spot against Gilbert. <laughs> I think this would be a better show than what we watched this week. Tommy Cairo's just sitting on a chair and Stevie Wonder's like, what's Tommy Cairo got to do with anything? <laughs> well, he, he's, he's somehow still handcuffed to Hunter P. Robbins. And it's like it's like ten segments later, like like all their stuff is completely done, but the camera flashes over and he's still handcuffed to Hunter Key Robin. <laughs> On the next edition of Incredibly Inane Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, I think we just booked a better show than what they they've been doing around this time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as we wrap up, just want to remind you if you're listening and you're not a part of the 2300 pod Facebook group. Go ahead and join us there for all the updates about the show. Also check out the we can't wrestle podcast and the we can't wrestle podcast, Facebook group where Aaron has a tag team, a dream tag team tournament going on right now yeah. where Chad oh, Austin got screwed screw job. The big screw job of 2020 on the black hearts. The internet was hacked. <laughs> you, you know what you two you two clowns wait till you have the next tag tag team tournament and i pick um stetson and winners <laughs> you're all there. gonna be fucking kissing my ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And that being said, guys, once again, thank you. It's been a pleasure. For Thank you for joining me, and thank you to our listeners for joining us. Tell your friends about the 2300 pod. We promise these shows are going to get better. I'm talking about the ECW shows, not our show. It's already pretty good, but these ECW shows are going to get better as we uh, continue our journey. Aaron, any parting words for our listeners? Nope, just keep listening and keep enjoying it and having a good time doing it, guys. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Chad? Um, just follow me on Twitter as Chad Austin or Chad Hoover Ramirez. Follow me on follow Facebook. Me. You, you, put, you put the links up, so now you're fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we got you. All right, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week once again on the 2300 pod, and we will see you next time around. Have a great week, wrestling fans.